welcome to Shrink Wrap, a podcast where Fran and Becky give proper respect to various mental health and wellness topics while adding in a little bit of smart assery that they just can't seem to contain. This podcast cannot and does not constitute therapy advice. However, we do hope that you find the information we share with you helpful and entertaining. Please be advised that this podcast discusses topics that can be sensitive to some listeners. Use appropriate discretion. Welcome, everybody. Hello. We are in the studio. We're in the house. Jeez Louise. <laughs> wow, Fran. Fran did not need the coffee Fran today. Did so. not I did not need the coffee. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness gracious. Speaking of coffee, I got to tell you the story. So my, my folks came up yesterday from Minnesota and... Um, we got home from doing what we were doing and I've been, we got like an espresso machine for home. Cause you know, I'm a, I'm a snotty coffee bitch. Yeah. Now, but, yes. um, I heard that about and, you. Yeah. And well, and my wife now apparently can't go without an Americano. So, so mm. we use this espresso machine. So I have this little glass uh, jar that I use as my knock box, like mm-hmm. where you put oh. the little, the little puck. Mm-hmm. And so we get home and I don't know, I'm doing something. I come out to the kitchen. My dad goes, just so you know, those brownies are terrible. <gasps> Terrible, but I was flying high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the no. ceiling. Lily was here and watched me be like, <laughs> turns to like oh, a, a dirt road. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, so, oh, yeah, just when you go over to somebody's uh, house, just check where the brownies are. Oh, just yeah. ask. God. If I was at your house, there are lots of questions I'd have about brownies. <laughs> Coffee grounds is just a part of it. Yep, absolutely. Oh, we're talking coffee because Brody brought me a coffee for recording today, and I thank him for that. That's awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we are the guinea pigs for his K cup. Now, tell us what is in this. So, uh, yeah, for those unaware um, or uninitiated with the market on the plaza here in Aberdeen, South Dakota, I bought the coffee roaster from um, Mary Beth Hallsworth, who um, has up until now roasted all my coffee. Mm-hmm. She is getting out of the biz and mm. uh, moving on and. So she asked if I wanted to buy her out, and I said, "Yep, sure wow. do." So, so yeah, so we have a coffee roaster on our main floor now. So we're starting to roast our own mm. and getting getting my feet under it. And so, uh, yeah, the other thing I'd like to try is if this works, is you can they make fillable K cups. Yes. So, so yeah, it's just a Keurig cup, and it's a Columbia medium roast. Nothing, nothing special. Not going to win any awards, but okay. it's local, and yeah. and that's fun. So yeah, these are prototypes. So more to come on I that. Love it. Hey. You need okay. So in other words, you either refill the sucker. You're saying refillable, or what about the ones that like I buy the ones from San Francisco Bay Company that are like, you know, biodegradable. Yeah, I mean, no, K cups are fucking terrible for the environment. There is no doubt about that. Um, I that being said, I just bought two thousand of them. But uh, <laughs> so no, you can. I, my employee just told me you can get a reusable yes. cup that yes. you just put you grounds into. In. Now, yeah. when Keurig came out, I I thought it was instant coffee, but mm. I am pleasantly oh, surprised yeah, that no. that is not what that is. <laughs> no. So. Um, so no, these are, it's still a one-time use, um, mm-hmm. but you okay. can take your favorite coffee and buy an espresso or buy a, a reusable K-cup right. and then just put, right. put your grounds in there and then it'll, it'll mm-hmm. do it. But clean your Keurigs. That's the, yes. that's the news there. Yeah. Yeah. And For I don't sure. use tap water. I use, um, the, like at home we have a reverse osmosis and then at work we get the tri-stage or I don't know who comes and gives us water. It does give you a little bit more life before you have to descale. Yeah. Your, your Keurig. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to say something here. Yeah. You said awards. 
Mm-hmm. Let's talk awards. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Brody, our producer, was the winner of the, is it the Aberdeen Chamber? Yeah, so the Aberdeen the Chamber George of Commerce Award. does a community champions luncheon every year. And so I, while I am very honored, the name of the award is very dumb. And I will tell them this <laughs> at the board meeting next week. But um, so it's the idea of someone who jumps in and gets involved and does things instead of, quote, waiting for George to do it. George mm-hmm. being the amorphous someone who will jump in and right. do it, right? Whenever we hear the pledge drives on the radio, mm-hmm. oh, well, somebody else will do that. And so that's what George means. So, yeah. But congratulations. Thank yes. you. you are George. George now. You are the now, George. Now well I'm a George. Yeah. It is very intimidating to look at the list of names that goes back to 1974. That the people who, I mean, Vi Stoya was on that He's list the first twice. one that came to my yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, so it's it's very humbling. Yeah. I'm, I was up for Entrepreneur of the Year as well, which I certainly don't deserve. So, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say I deserve this, but I'm, I'm humbled and, and thankful to be, to and be honored with it. And what was the name it. of the award again? The, the George, George Award. Oh, it is the George yeah. Award. Yeah, it is yeah. the George Award. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. all yeah. I can say is congratulations. Don't Thank fuck you. it up. Live up to yes. it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I mean, no yeah, pressure. I'll just, I mean, they said in the intro, like he always says yes. And that's, it hasn't caught up to me yet, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's fun. I am uh, involved in a ton of things and, um, it's, it's a good time. Couldn't do it without my beautiful wife. So that's, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank you. She yes. was, she actually texted me and said, do you have a good picture of Brody maybe from when Allison was there taking pictures? Oh, yeah. And I said, well, no, we're all in them. Yeah. Um, but I downloaded the one off your Facebook page where you were out and you look like the, um, the fisherman guy. What is that? <laughs> the, the Morton's fisherman. Yeah. I'm like, I think this would be a good one because it, it was so cold that day. His beard was icicled over his yeah. hair and then he had his little red. Yeah. It was a, it was a rough winter last year, oh, but yeah. we're good. Uh, but apparently she didn't use that one. So no, whatever. we found it. What so are we talking? Oh, no. Jinx. Oh, me a Coke. Gonna, okay. Friend, friend, friend. All right. Okay. We are talking about bed rotting versus taking a mental health day. I love this. Bed rotting? Yeah. Bed rotting. Okay. We're pretty hip. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the fantastic factoid. So there was one time in 2023 when I went on TikTok and here we are. <laughs> Here's the factoid. Bed rotting is a Gen Z self-care trend that's spread on TikTok. It means to spend an entire day or even a weekend in bed doing everything from napping and doom scrolling to watching TV and eating. <laughs> so as somebody that was recently bed rotting last yes, week, you were. Um, thanks to a uh, stomach virus, um, oh my God, my back hurt. Oh, I bet. From laying in bed so much. Yeah. I was like, I have to get up and move around, but mm-hmm. oh, the room is spinning. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll sit back down. Yeah. So I could see maybe a day. Mm. But three days was not cool. Well, and you got to be pretty cute to let your partner allow you to eat in bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's only certain certain times where I'm like, here, here's an Oreo, honey. Yeah. Just keep it on your own side, though. Cause, <laughs> you don't want to roll in. Bed. No, you're not cute <laughs> no. enough to eat crackers in bed. That's no. for sure. So bed rotting is meant. Oh, wait, did you already do this? Oh, yeah, you did. No, I'm I didn't. So out of it I today. did not do it. You didn't do it? Do it. You do it. No, OK, you do it. I don't. There's a B in front of it. Do I look like a B? Don't answer that question. Mm, do you sound like a bee is the better question. Bed rotting is meant to help people cope with stress and to promote self-care. So according to sleep scientist Vanessa Hill, 
Here it is, quote, it's kind of like a rejection of productivity culture by doing nothing and taking time to rest. And kind quote. of? <laughs> yeah, That's kind exactly of. What it, it is, is exactly, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, take the kind of out, Vanessa. You know, back in back in my day, they just called the staying in bed all day. Yeah. But, like, I don't, but now we need a new. Oh, word. no, seriously. No. So Allison comes downstairs the other day and she had um, this adorable black blazer and jeans. And she's like, but I don't know what shoes to wear. Now, remember, I like to sandwich. And I'm like, oh, that's adorable. See, we call that matching our shoes with our top. Yes. But no, we can't call it that anymore. We have to call it sandwiching. I didn't know. I've yeah. never okay, heard wait that. A that's the term. Really? When you match your shoes to your top, you're See, sandwiching. See, and I heard that's a faux pas. You should never do that. Your shoes should blend into with your legs. Nope. So that you look like you have longer legs. So think about it this way. How many people do you see with the black pants wearing tan suede boots? A lot. I can't help it. They're out of it. They did not get the memo. That's oh, why. That's, I'm well, joking. I don't huh. fucking know. That, I'm old. I, Who yeah, cares? That memo came out in like 1982. Yeah, right. I remember that memo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I just think it's funny that we call it sandwiching now. I'm like, it is. What I didn't ever. know it was a thing. Okay. But Hill also says there's a lot of shame associated with rest and the trend where people post videos of themselves lying in bed helps normalize it. So you guys, what do we think about this? Hmm. I'm a fan of it for a day. Take a day. Unplug. Depending on what you're going to do with it. If you're going to doom scroll all day, then I don't know how that's helping your mental health. I don't know. What do you think? I think I'd kill my my soul doing it because I cannot. You know I can't sit still. I'm like, you can't even do a one session of restorative yoga. Yeah. I, an entire day like, undone. no, yeah. I don't think I could do it. But I do think that... That work is overly connected with yes. self-worth in yes. our society. And that so whole productivity I think, culture. Yes, yeah. we have to be productive every single freaking second. So, okay, Brody was going to say something about well, bed rotting. Profound. Yeah, well, I was going to say, for those who don't know, we have to record these episodes in 15-minute chunks so Fran can go run a lap on her hamster wheel <laughs> and then so come back. True. So, yeah, uh, it, it is a real, the struggle is real and for everyone around her. Do I, yes. I think, I mean, I think I can get behind it. I think I'll, I'll take a morning every now and then mm-hmm. and just maybe take the or if she has taken the kids to school then mm-hmm. i'll make her coffee and then um, maybe i'm just gonna slink back to bed for a little bit mm-hmm. everything is handled so okay i'm just gonna do that so yeah. a whole day seems like a lot but i think you could prop it is this only exclusive to the bedroom like you have to be in bed it's called bed rotting thank you but i'm gonna say no <laughs> that, I mean- the visual in my head is like the crypt keeper in bed yes. like <laughs> <laughs> look at this tiktok i found it's Again, what happens in your bed, Brody? Yeah, right. It stays in your bed. No judgment. No, I think you could have couch rotting too or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can certainly get behind that. Yeah. I think I want you to imagine this then a whole day on the couch playing like D&D with a bunch of buddies or gaming or something I mean, like that. That's not how you play D&D. But yes, I, I can that's get behind that. That's how I play it. No idea how you yeah, play it. Yeah, we don't even know. I don't. I have is no idea. Is that Dumb and Dumber? Or is, what does that stand oh, for? Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. like, oh, let me help out the old lady. Okay, so thanks for that. All right, so Helen. When they invented Dungeons and Dragons, Fran's like, that's not how you cast that spell. Back in my day, we were casting those spells for real. Oh, no. Where's my eye of Newt? That's I don't need right. a dice. Exactly. <laughs> Hill explains it's all about allowing yourself to do less and telling yourself it is okay to do less. Yes, it is okay. You look like you were going to say something profound again. Oh no! I oh, okay. I'm a I'm a proponent of doing less. Sometimes maybe I do less than less, and mm-hmm. I do more less than I should. Mm-hmm. 
if I got my, just my yeah, words you got right. That right. I, think, yeah. I think you broke my brain there. I, yeah. It'll okay. take me just a moment. I got it. Um, the trend has faced some backlash, though, from the wellness community, dum, 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 Uh-oh. as well as doctors, especially for people dealing with depression or anxiety. And so we're going to talk about some of the cons of bed rotting. Okay. So why <laughs> could this be a bad thing? Because it can obviously increase your risk of obesity and cardiovascular disease. It can really mess, mess up healthy sleep patterns yeah. or even lead to insomnia. Right. Because if you're just laying around all day, mm-hmm. your body doesn't hasn't done anything to really think it needs rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus your room smells like sweat and farts. It so. does. And <laughs> cracker crumbs in your bed are really making <laughs> it hard worst. to sleep. the crypt keepers. Hey, Becky, why is the Northern State University graduate program in counseling so awesome? I could go on forever, but let's talk about the fact that you can get a clinical degree where you can work in private practice or an agency, Mm -hmm. where you can get a school counseling degree on the school track, where you can work in a school as private, private school, parochial school, public school, any school you want to. And then my favorite. What? Forensic counseling. Super cool. But is it KCREP approved? It is KCREP approved. And you're like, what does that mean? You know what? It means that it has the gold standard of grad schools. Super awesome. But can I afford it? Because I don't have a lot of money. It's okay. If you go to northern.edu, you can um, apply for some scholarships. They have a couple of counseling specific scholarships in addition to some other really fantastic scholarships that a guidance counselor or a admissions counselor can help you with. Awesome. Be Northern, unleash your potential, baby. Oh! So, spending too much time lying in bed can also disrupt your mood and make stress worse, according to Dr. Simon Rigo. Oh, Dr. Simon. Simon says, if bed rotting becomes a barrier to living a full life or taking care of daily responsibilities, it might be a sign to seek help. And so I think that makes, I mean, like anything, right? It's all about um, balance. Like if that's all you're doing, there's probably some issues. But I would say the other part of it would be something to think about too, or the other side of it, which is if you can't ever, ever sit still for a moment, Fran, Mm -hmm. that maybe, no, you can't sit still. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're doing it a lot and you're basically saying, well, I'm bed routing, you know, and you need to ask yourself, can I still perform daily functions? Like, what would my partner say about me bed rotting? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And bottom line, can you unrot? Yeah. Like, are you so into it now that you're like missing your friend's wedding, your best friend's wedding? Because mm-hmm. sorry, I'm bed rotting. Well, you got a problem though. Yeah. This, oh my God, this just made me think of um, when that game came out. What was it called? Second Life, I think. Oh, yeah. Where it was Ooh, like a fantasy. That's a, that's a way back throwback. That is. That's in early 2000s. Yeah. But there was a lot of, of this going on then because you had this whole entire life online. Mm. And there were people neglecting their actual families oh. because they had all this stuff going on. Because if you're part of my um, Second Life family, but you live in Australia, mm. we're in different time zones. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I heard one therapist say that they had a client who um, missed their child's birthday, I think it was, Mm. because they had something going on in their online. Wow. Isn't that? Wow. Yeah. Again, an example, there's nothing wrong with something like Second Life or whatever its um, 2024 equivalent is, Mm -hmm. maybe Animal Crossing. Lord knows I love that game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But are you missing important things? Right. So here's some questions to consider. Am I needing to do this more and more or for longer periods of time? And am I just trying to avoid something? Am I legitimately burned out? Because if you're legitimately burned out, then you probably need to address that. Right. If you're avoiding something, you need to address that. Mm -hmm. Am I addicted to social media? Am I just using this as an excuse to feed my addiction there? And 
is there something medically wrong with me? Am I like so exhausted where I just don't even have the energy to get out? Right. Of yeah. And go get that checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, holy moly. Especially like I think this time of year in our neck of the woods, like if you are that exhausted, is it thyroid? Is it vitamin D? Is it seasonal affect disorder? Like, there's so many things it could be. Yeah. So there are some pros to bed rotting. Um, I love bed rot. I, I mean, I could do this for a day. You could. I really could. I know could. you could. Yeah. That'd be right up your alley. I'd and be I know reading, it would be on your... Reading my ass, you'd have like crime dramas no, on I, all day. I couldn't watch the whole day, I but I would read for a little bit. Yeah. But I would read a crime drama yeah. while I take a break from yes. the TV crime drama. Right. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, she's waiting for the podcast oh, to drop. Oh yeah, guys, well, I'm waiting for Midwest Murder to come out. Oh my god! Okay, now I got to think of what it was. It was fabulous. It'll come to me, but okay. it was a crime thing. So, pros of bed rotting: it's okay to slow down for a day once in a while if you're really exhausted. Time to rest and recharge is important within limits. Right, as most things. Yep. I mean, you've got to yes. keep yourself balanced. Bed rotting can be a time, actually, this is the pro, to pay better attention to your mind and body. It can be a time to rest and reset yourself. I like resetting and redirect your energy. So use it like as a conscious moment to really ask yourself some good questions. It also contradicts that we must be productive every single minute of every single day. Mm. And I, I hope we're getting away from that a little bit. But I still see a lot of it. It's really, I think a lot of it is a societal contextual thing because in America, in the United States of America, America. we have got to be productive every single minute. And if we're not, you're lazy. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of that. But the notion that you shouldn't rest is actually counterintuitive because Mm -hmm. resting your body and brain can actually make you more productive. So when you think about like other countries like Japan, is now has workplace naps that are scheduled in the middle of the day. Oh, peace out. I know. I'm moving. Yeah. Well, <laughs> think about Spain has had siestas. Italy, Reposo, those things mm. have been around forever. And it is not, I mean, if you don't do that, they'd probably think, what, what's the matter? What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you not doing that? I, I love, I mean, you guys have heard me say this before, but I do work with a pretty incredible staff. And it, it's been a week this week. And I messaged my boss Tuesday night. And I'm like, dude, it's been real. I'm going to be in a little bit later tomorrow. And he's like, do what you need to do. Take mm-hmm. care of you. I love it. Uh, I know. I really do. So work hard, but take care of yourself. Um, how is bed rot different from taking a mental health day, which I'm going to say not enough people take mental health days either. A mental health day is a day off from work, a day away from screens and other obligations. Or and or a little time to escape from the pressures and frustrations of everyday life. And I really I encourage people you if you have sick days, mm-hmm. you know, if your work gives you sick days, it's okay to use one of those for a mental health day. Right. You don't have to have a physical ailment. Go rest, recharge, come back even better. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of uh diversions and giving yourself a little escape, Blackbird. Blackbird, highly, highly encourage you to watch it. It's unbelievably good. Is that the Sandra Bullock one? No. That's Uh -uh. what I was thinking of. As Jimmy Keen begins a 10-year prison sentence. Oh, that one is very good on Apple TV. Yes. Yep. It's unbelievable. Becky, that's right up your alleys. And I think it's only like six episodes. Okay. Taron Edgerton. Right is the he is so gorgeous. He he is gorgeous. He really is. You've got to give him that and. He worked. But the only thing, here's my complaint about him. He okay. looked like a GQ model in prison. Well, it was like, the 1950s. So, I mean, no. either a skid or a greaser, right? I'm so. just telling you. If, <laughs> if, if, no. You knew what it was like. <laughs> I, yeah, right, right. Anyway. Oh, okay. my goodness. So, 
you are not just choosing to stay in bed. You may be engaging in other things. Like what if you are going to reset by getting a massage or you want to go for a hike in nature? I mean, you can spin it a little bit. It's super important to destigmatize taking a mental health day. A lot of people avoid taking one because they don't want to be perceived as weak or having a mental illness or like you said earlier, like just being lazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is one thing I encourage my staff to do. I did it in November. I just took a random Friday off and I said, I'm not coming in. Mm -hmm. There's nothing going on. I just don't want to be around humans. Right. And we really want to disconnect the idea that you should feel feel ashamed or guilty for taking that time for you to recharge yourself. Because you really do. If you use it appropriately, you do come back better. Mm -hmm. I believe. Unfortunately, some work environments do not promote self-care or addressing mental health issues, but it is okay to advocate for yourself and your needs. Yes. And depending on where you work, you may need to talk to human resources or your supervisor, or you may have to use your PTO, which is paid time off, however you choose, if you have it. And the other thing too is talk to your supervisor because, you know, they might be supportive of it, but just haven't thought to mention it themselves. Mm -hmm. And so say, hey, would you mind? if I didn't come in on Tuesday because I need a mental health day. Right. Yeah. Worst case, no, right? Right. Yeah. You don't know if you don't ask. Tips on how to make the most of your mental health day. What should you do, Becky Boo? Don't just zone out. You can zone out a little, but not the whole day. Mm -hmm. Use some of your time to remain mindful and present to better assess where you are and what you need. I like this one. And that's the idea of setting your intention the night before. So tomorrow I am going to use my mental health day to relax and recharge. And I deserve some downtime. And that's not being lazy. Take a few minutes to be grateful. This might be really tough depending on where you're currently at in your life, but challenge yourself. I think most of us can find something. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're so stressed out that we need a mental health day, then maybe we could be grateful that people look to us for things. Mm -hmm. It's a hard one, but it's a hard one, but there are things to be grateful for. It's also okay to Mm -hmm. give your permission to give yourself permission, spend the whole day alone. Maybe that is what your soul is craving Mm -hmm. is like not to interact with other humans and to spend a me day. Yeah. I think a lot of our listeners will relate to this, um, especially if they have children. Um, How about just a day at Target, like a two hour Target shopping trip Mm -hmm. by yourself? Oh my God. By (laughs) yourself. No. No. Hard pass. Hard pass. You're not a Target dude. No. But what would Brian say? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brian yeah. would do that at Target or at Barnes & Noble and then yeah. come back with $300 oh, worth mm-hmm. of whatever. Don't so. even get me going on Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that would be a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could spend a whole day there. Easy. Even a few hours can help you unplug if you intentionally set that time aside just for you. Another important thing is rethink your work home boundaries mm-hmm. and how to reset them because maybe you're constantly getting all these work texts and emails <laughs> and you feel that you must attend to them at all hours because you just want to be available. I was presenting to a group on um, how to respond to mental health crises and um, suicidal ideation. And they're like, well, if you know, if we need backup and it's the middle of the night, is that something we can call you? And I'm like, <laughs> You can, but here's the deal. My phone's on do not disturb and I've taken two trazodones. So. <laughs> peace not, out. Yeah, peace out. Well, we'll call you twice. Again, trazodone. It's mm-hmm. not, you can't get mm-hmm. through the phone call. Yeah. Um, so it is okay to have those boundaries. How is this sucking your energy? Ask yourself that. How is this sucking your energy? Is it making you less attentive to your family? Is it making you resentful? And so if you're spread so thin that you're answering yes to these, then yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Find some boundaries. And I have found in my life when I'm feeling resentful, it's because I can't say no or I didn't say mm. no, right? It had nothing to do with anybody else. It was all because Fran wanted to be nice. And so who are you resentful towards? Exactly. Yeah. It was really easy. I can agree. Yeah, I can relate to that. So set a goal for a healthy boundary for yourself. Like I will only tend to work stuff for 30 minutes after work or not at all. Or... I'm going to take 30 minutes after work and stare at a wall Mm -hmm. as I decompress, whatever you need to do. Yeah. One day off is not a cure all for mental illness, however. So be more attentive to warning signs that you're not coping well. So like your level of functioning, chronic irritability, low energy, your increasing substance use, you're isolating, those sorts of things. And again, if you're not coping well, there is no shame in that. Reach Mm -hmm. out for help before, remember people, Mm -hmm. before your whole life goes to hell in a handbasket and therapy is really about prevention. It can be powerfully preventative. Yes. It's like going to a doctor with heart pain before you have the heart attack. Although some people don't do that either. So (laughs) refusing to get help does not make you a hero. So before we go to our sources for yes. this, I think Brody has something he wants to run by us. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I know. All right. I know. I'm curious. I'm going to be really curious to see if people even like listening to this. Okay, so we don't forget. Let's, I'm going to quick do the sources. Okay. CBS News, McLeanHospital.org, and the American Psychological Association. Thank I just want to make sure they yeah. get their credit. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Am I the asshole yes. for telling my wife? <laughs> to, never gets old. I know. For telling my wife to cover up. We're currently on holiday, and in there, these are European who's writing with my wife's two sisters and their husbands to celebrate one of the sisters' birthdays. We arrived last night and met the others at the beach this morning as planned. My wife proceeded to take off her top and sunbathe topless. I could tell that her sisters were not happy and the two husbands, whilst sneaking the odd look, were uncomfortable. When I got a chance, I told her that she should cover up in front of others. She didn't take it well, and now she's not speaking to me anymore. Okay, wait, before we answer this, this actually came up this weekend amongst friends. I'm not really? even making this yeah. up. Seriously? Because we're, we're taking a trip in April. Um, there's four of us families that are taking our senior daughters and we're all going together. Oh, fun. And the dads keep joking that they're going to do Speedo Sunday. Oh. <laughs> the first Sunday there. Yeah. Banana hammock yeah. Sunday. And then somebody oh, goes, well, should the women have uh, topless Tuesday? And I'm like, yes, I will go topless. I mean, in all reality, they'll just be tucked into my bottoms. But... <laughs> Would you really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Before I had kids, yes, but nobody needs to see those things dragging As on the ground. Jim's like uh, googling speedos right now. Okay, if, if this bed is on, I'm good with it. Oh wow. Okay, is so I don't know if he's the asshole. This is a harder one. He clarified that it was not a topless beach, but in Europe, many beaches, yeah. they, you know, no one cares and other people go topless, but some do not. I, you know what? I think so it's, this wasn't Disney World. No, right. <laughs> I don't, I think it's how he I, communicated it. Yeah. Rather than saying you need to cover up like you'd say to your teenage daughter, I think it's okay to say, honey, while I think you're absolutely beautiful and mm. I love to look at yes. you all day long. I don't know if you noticed, but it didn't seem like your sisters were that comfortable. You might want to check that out with them. I love that. Yeah. I what completely agree. No, I I agree too. I mean, I could see a strong Italian woman being like, I don't care. The boob is <laughs> out. You sisters. <laughs> they have saying. a problem. They're the pervert. I am not. But... I mean, I, yeah. So from her perspective, I could see, you know, no, this is what I want to do. It's mm-hmm. it's my body. You mm-hmm. don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, read the room, right? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. And there's two men who you are not related to that now have to very intently read their magazine, you know, right. to be right. sure that they don't have wandering eyes. But <laughs> I mean, if she doesn't care, then maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a clear cut yes or no. I think Fran's approach is one of the better ones. Yep. And she might say, OK, babe, but I don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it anyway. Right. And All then right. you know what? It's her relationship with her own sister. Exactly. exactly. That's, yeah. yeah. If, if that's what she says, then the guy's like, okay, well, you talk to your sisters about it then. Right. Yeah. And if the sisters came up and complained to the husband, he'd be like, I, I said something. Yeah. Not my problem. Mm-hmm. Nope. I want to look at him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I, I want a motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> you motorboat son of a bitch. <laughs> so we're the shrinks. And that's a wrap. 